0: Welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now, let's get into it. Hello, friends. It's Monica Ferguson here. Welcome to another episode of Maiden Speech. And this week, I am here by myself and I wanted to talk about something that's pretty vulnerable, that's pretty raw, and that was that was always my intention with this platform was to create real conversations and warts and all. And, you know, rather than, like, I talk so much about social media and all that sort of thing, and I really want this to be a place that we talk about the things that are not pretty and, you know, not easy to talk about. And so I wanted to, to come on and talk a bit about some stuff that's that's been going on for me at the moment and some things that I have been having to put into practice and to really dig deep on, and man, that toolbox that we talk about, like, far out. So, this podcast is dedicated to anyone who is going through something really, really hard, like, the sort of hard where you can't imagine even getting out of it, and you feel totally lost and and i mean for me at the moment there's been some some big things happen and what's amazing is you know i know that when we go through to a next level a, a higher level we're always going to be faced with resistance and and that's actually totally normal but it doesn't feel like that when it's happening when it when it's happening it feels like the world is conspiring against you and that For me, you know, some of my old beliefs and old thoughts pop up around, oh, you don't deserve to be happy and that's why bad things always happen and all that kind of thing. And it's about reconnecting and remembering that nothing lasts forever, you know, and just because things feel so hard right now, it doesn't mean, like, for one, this is not, it's not random, it's not, things don't just happen, you know, it's it's all leading us to a better place, to a higher place. And so I actually thought, you know what, coming on and talking to you guys might be quite useful um, for me as well in terms of reminding myself of the truth, but also and hopefully reminding you that if you are going through something really hard and it feels so unbelievably and unbearably painful, don't forget that you're not the only one. It's just that often we don't talk about it. What happens is... We disappear offline or we, we stop texting our friends or we don't reach out for help and ask people to help us or let people know that we're struggling. And so that's another reason why I wanted to talk about this today. So today's podcast is about getting back up. And, you know, we all know that saying, fall down seven times, get up eight. And I've been thinking about that a lot and how, you know, actually the most successful people have been knocked down so many times. And I feel like, you know, you read all these things online, like memes and stuff like that, and they sound like little positive quotes. But when you actually think about it, you know, like I was reading about this guy the other day who he had 10 businesses fail before he had one succeed. And the one that succeeded was like a billion dollar company. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's so inspiring. But think about that imagine for the 10th time it's hard enough once feeling like you're failing but imagine for the 10th time failing in front of everyone and how you know what that would feel like and I think that's the important thing to remember it is it's so easy to to live in our own little bubble and to feel like we are the only ones who are struggling or the only ones that have these problems and that no one else would understand but if we can open up this dialogue we'll find that everyone else is in a very similar position or has experienced the same thing at one time or another so I thought that I would make a list (laughs) I like lists but I would make a list about some of my biggest lessons and some of the biggest things and like concepts that I've been holding on to since the sort of process is unfolding in my life and and hopefully it will help you and I'd love to hear from you guys if any of this stuff resonates or what tools and stuff you have and you use to help keep you on track and to help you yeah get out of those dark places so number one is to pay attention and to have a mental or an actual but for me a mental gratitude list now at the moment I am really focusing on one day at a time. So. Being really present, you know, so in this moment, um, am I safe? Am I supported? Am I abundant? Am I dry? Am I, you know, all of those sort of things? And so, yesterday, for example, I was paying attention to all the things that I could be grateful for. So, now this is not always easy, by the way. There are some days that I cannot. I'm like, mm, there's nothing to be grateful for, you know, but yesterday I got up, it was a beautiful day got in my car, you know, I had to go and get petrol, my favourite guy that works at the petrol station was there, and I got to chat to him, and I was grateful for that, you know, I was grateful that of all the people that work there, he happened to be there, he happened to be standing there at the exact moment that I pulled in, you know, and it's like, straight away it starts to shift your energy, when you start to feel, and like remember that all these little things, you know, like you jump in the car, and the song starts playing that the one that really speaks to you, the one that, you know, and it's the perfect lyrics. It's exactly what you needed to hear at the exact moment that you needed to hear it. And I chose to be grateful in those moments and, and, and not just look at it as a coincidence. I mean, I don't believe in coincidences, but but to choose to focus on that and remember that hey this is cool like actually the perfect song can find me the perfect man at the petrol station can find me you know there are there are good things happening and then you know like someone will buy you a coffee and be grateful for that that's a sign that that's people care about you and that there's abundance around you and all these sorts of things and and sometimes that's all you can do like if that's all you can be grateful for then focus on that but at least if you can be looking at things that that are good as opposed to fixating and just going over and over all the things that are not good and because you know at the moment that you focus on something more thoughts like it appear so if you're focused on overwhelm more thoughts that create overwhelm are going to find you but if we can Really, and this is it takes such discipline. and you know I am I'm not always able to do this, but so far, this has been helpful for me is to, yeah, to look at the things that I have, like the fact that I'm recording this on my new phone, you know, which I'm grateful that I have. like not everyone has that. And so, yeah, all of these things. but number one, pay attention to what's actually happening around you. Um, I had a coaching client yesterday. Okay, I mean, and she was all stressed out and she was all worried about not having enough money and her wedding's coming up and I asked her a very similar question around gratitude and I asked her to give me 20 pieces of evidence that showed that she is surrounded by abundance and she told me all of these things about okay so the the perfect car park's always there she was out at her bridal shower on the weekend and strangers walked up to her and told her you know she was so amazing and all these sorts of things she got discounts she went out you know at the bar and they gave her free drinks and she got discounts on this and that and and you know her friend was coming up for a week and a half to help with all these things and and it was just this shift in, in perspective that often Yeah, when we're really hurting, it's hard to see out. But I just really encourage anyone who's in this position to start looking at what's actually there as opposed to how we feel, you know, because there's always the evidence there available to us if we're looking for it. So the next thing is to remember first the pain and then the rising. And this has been a big one that I've been... I have been holding on to at the moment because... And I I quite like to, to read about successful people and all the things that happened to them before they became successful because that's how it works, right? When we're going through these periods of absolute pain and our soul being ripped to shreds and where we literally think we can't breathe, you know, like it's part of the process and I think when we're really committed to expansion and growth and becoming the best versions of ourselves it is so painful and no one you know really talks about this stuff but it is unbearably painful letting go of people who you never thought you'd have to let go of or the people in your life who you always had their back and then they're just not there for you when you need them the most and you know having to really confront all these feelings we have around our own worthiness and and what we deserve and and what is our purpose and and being able to stay confident and strong in ourselves and positive about things when the you know part of the evidence around us it appears like our world is crumbling and to be honest it is but it's It's crumbling so that it can rebuild. And that's the distinction that we need to remember. And I speak this from experience because this is exactly where I'm at right now. We're looking around and, you know, and thinking, oh my gosh, like how is this all going to come together? What's going to happen? Like I've been abandoned, you know, the universe has forgotten about me. And this is where it's this thing about, again, coming back to number one, paying attention. and the moment, what's happening? Because I know that everything... Ultimately, always unfolds the way it's meant to, and I know that everything is always about bringing us to a better place. And I also know that the amount of confronting, challenging, painful, soul bearing digging deep work, healing work that I've done on myself, there is no way that I can do all of that and come out in a worse place. It doesn't work that way, you know. It doesn't work that way, but. So yeah, like paying attention to your actual surroundings right now. I did this amazing meditation last week and it's about really tuning into all your senses. So you're sitting there and you're focused on, you know, what you can see, even with your eyes closed, like what can you actually see and what can you hear and and what can you feel and going through all the senses and then you're fully present that you've got all five of your senses going at once and you're fully, fully present and grounded and it was the first time I could breathe properly in quite a long time. And so that could be a useful tip for someone if you're really having trouble with, you know, your mind wandering off and starting to think all the what-ifs and and also the what-if thing. I was talking to my client about this yesterday as well. Like, what-if, why do we always go to the negative for what-if, right? It's because, well, it's because our brains are programmed to protect us so it serves us to think negatively because if we think negative thoughts we're going to not take action not step out of our comfort zone not take on any new risks that could potentially hurt us but that's obviously not where the growth is and that's not what we actually want so it's this having this awareness of how our brains are actually working <laughs> yep. and so to go back to well this is number three actually levels and resistance and that is the biggest thing to understand as well that when we're in this place the the bigger the resistance the bigger the level and that's the thing you know I keep reminding myself one of my coaches he always used to say to me I know you don't want to hear this but you asked for this and that's the thing this year I fully fully committed to absolute growth to to really stepping into who I know deep down that I am and and remembering who I am and, and what I'm here for and and understanding what I can do in the world you know and the impact that I want to have on people and and connecting into my particular skills and abilities and then really digging so deep in having the confidence in myself to really put myself out there and because it's the only way we can create impact right is to really put ourselves out there but what comes with that is the resistance because this level is so big and that this particular jump I haven't experienced the resistance like this before and it's so much work, you know, a few months ago, I did a podcast with Stuart Walter, who's been one of my biggest, biggest teachers around this, around resistance and sabotage in the subconscious mind. And and so that pushback is from my subconscious trying to stop me, essentially, because I'm out, out of my comfort zone, out of safety you know, that's not a safe place to be. And so my brain is actually doing its job and trying to hold me back. And it'll use whatever it can. It'll use all of those ego thoughts, the, the ones that say, I mean, for mine, everyone's a different, right? But for me at the moment, it's the thoughts around, you're only average. Why are you acting... Why? Yeah, why do you have such big ideas, and why do you think that you can even pull this off, and you're not that talented, and you're not that good, and people don't really like you, no one supports you, all this kind of stuff, you don't even have friends, like all of these things, just constant, and so it's this, like, this thing of looking at the evidence and really challenging each and every one of those thoughts, which, again... Like I say from experience, I am not always able to do that. There are times that I absolutely give in and and feel like the biggest failure and the biggest loser in the world. And in those moments, often I find the best thing to do is actually go to sleep (laughs) or have a shower or go, yeah, go for a walk, just do something. But sometimes, yeah, if it's too overwhelming, actually sitting there and trying to have a rational discussion with yourself when you feel so distraught is just not something you're able to do but going to sleep is great because it will change your state and so when you wake up you know clean slate and often I'll have a different perspective then as well or I'll be I'll feel stronger to to challenge things and stuff like that so number four this is another idea that I heard well I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talking about this the other day and he said that you guys know what the chances of us being born are? One in 400 trillion. That is how unlikely it is that we would ever be born. And so for me, that puts things in perspective. So, you know, when I'm having those moments where I think, oh, I'm just average. And it's like, hang on. You are a one in 400 trillion chance. That is not an accident, you know? None of, it, none of us are. We are perfectly... Designed with our own unique set of skills and talents and abilities and and all of the stuff. We've got everything we need to be absolutely amazing and to help so many people and to connect with each other and to do all these great things. And what I love is that all of us have different things that we love that we're really drawn to. But what's so hard sometimes is getting there because all the stuff that comes in the way, all this work, you know, it's so tough. And especially if we're not able to talk about it, we have to be able to talk about it. We have to be able to support each other and connect with each other. So that is a big one. Whenever I have those moments of thinking, I'm just average, da, 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 meh, meh, meh. One in 400 trillion chance, you're not average and neither am I. So number five, when yeah when i'm challenging ideas and beliefs and things like that i like to look for evidence so one of the questions i like is you know when did you feel pain like this and things worked out or yeah when was there a situation like this that worked out and you can when you're when you're really intent on this you can always find options you can always find like scenarios where this happened where things happened before where things felt so out of control and then something amazing happened then a shift happened then the perfect person appeared who offered you an opportunity that you never saw coming and it shifted everything you know there's always something like that but sometimes it takes actually asking yourself the question and and really looking for the evidence that exists that discredits those beliefs and those fears that we have that can feel so so real so number six is surrender you're not meant to take the wheel this is a big one i am lately i've been quite sensitive to people talking about control Control, control, control. I need a control. I need to, I need a plan. I need a 10-year plan. I need to know what's happening next. And honestly, I can feel the anxiety in my body just when people talk about this because it's never going to end well because we're not in control. You know, like, let's look at life. Let's look at it. We are not in control. What we are in control of is our own thoughts, our own reactions, our own beliefs and emotions. We can control that. We can choose what we want to do, how we want to respond to things, how we want to show up, all of that. We can't control anything external. And and also the moment that we try and control things, we're not allowing things to flow anymore. And I mean, at this point, it really does depend on what your particular beliefs are around if you're spiritual or religious or what if do you believe in God or do you believe in the universe or do you think that everything's random and things just happen to you and if you do think that you're probably not listening to this podcast anyway. But really connecting into whatever it is that you believe in and activating faith instead of fear. Because that's the only thing that's gonna allow you to surrender. Because when you believe that things will work out things always work out for our highest good it is set up this way we are meant to succeed one in 400 trillion chance of being here we are not meant to be average and to have small meaningless lives we are meant to excel and to exceed and just blow our own minds with how incredible we are and what we're capable of but if we're not able to actually hand over and just sit back and say, you know what? I don't actually have the answers. I don't know what to do, but I know that the next step will be revealed to me, that the perfect opportunity, that the perfect set of circumstances are coming for me. And so today I'm going to be present. I'm going to look at the things in my life that I can be grateful for, and I'm going to hand the rest over. And I'm not going to try and force and control and make a plan, because what if your plan stopped you from getting everything you'd ever wanted but your mind got in the way and for a moment you just you wanted to control things and so you didn't allow all these magical things that were coming for you and this is surrender is hard surrender is so hard because our minds want to know and because it makes sense right so think about the subconscious mind it's trying to keep us safe it is not safe to not have a plan it is not safe to not know what's happening next or where you're going next or what you're doing next but then that's not really what we're here for, you know? But it's just understanding that if, if that's where your mind is going, where it wants answers, it wants to know, that's totally normal. But you can remind yourself that our job is not to take the wheel. Our job is not to be in charge. Our job is to show up each day and be the best that we can be where we are with what we have. And if we do that, more things will unfold. And they will come, they will find us. That's saying, what you seek is seeking you. I love that. And of course, because otherwise it wouldn't be in your mind. You wouldn't be able to feel it. You wouldn't be able to dream it if it wasn't meant for you. But the things that are meant for us have to be able to get to us. And they can't. If we, if our secret passion is to start a, I don't know, a puppy, I don't know, a puppy school, but we're too scared to leave our bank job because we don't know how we're going to pay the bills, then that will never happen, right? It will never happen. So, yeah, surrender. Have have faith, not fear. And again, way easier said than done. Way easier said than done. Number seven, don't believe social media and don't compare. Now, here is the inevitable rant about social media that always comes in (laughs) to every podcast somehow. So yeah social media I love its ability to connect and like this I'm talking to people around the world how awesome is that and that's because of social media and because of things like podcasts and this ability we have to connect with everyone in the world that's amazing but the way that we use it is so 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 important and The way that we show up online and also the way that other people do and I know that so many people use it as a way of getting validation of feeling loved of feeling important of and also of making themselves feel better because sometimes I think you know like classic example I had a friend who was one of those those people who always online be like look how amazing my life is actually now that I think about it I could give you 20 people who do this but you know the people that their their actual life is they're struggling things are tough but what they post online is look I'm traveling and I'm on holiday and I'm doing this and that and yay I'm at the beach and all this stuff and I remember this one day where I was having I had a phone call with his friend in the morning and she was so upset she was crying and everything was awful and then what got posted on social media later was a photo of her at the beach having a drink (laughs) and I remember thinking that is I actually feel like that's quite irresponsible and I I feel like if we all actually looked at our behavior on social media we could make it a lot a much better place because there is there's so much comparison and you can't you can't help it like when you're seeing all the stuff in your face like we don't know the context we don't know the backstory we don't know what's going on for anyone else but I know that social media has caused so many issues for so many people especially younger people I mean yep there's online bullying and all that stuff but as far as we go it's the comparison thing and when you're struggling and when things seem really hard I feel like it can be a trigger that can really push you down again. So I would say taking a break from social media can actually be quite good for you, you know. Disconnect to reconnect, as they say. And yeah, I mean, you could use use social media in the sense that you use it to message your friends and to, I don't know, read positive things or whatever. But the, the kind of mindless scrolling is not going to be a helpful thing right now. But if you are on social media, just really keep at the forefront of your mind that it's not real. It's just an illusion. And so therefore, don't be comparing yourself because you still don't know what's going on for any of those people behind the scenes. So that takes me to number eight, which is connect with your tribe and with other people. Um, And this can actually be a really hard thing to reach out for help to you know to ask people to tell people that you're struggling and also sometimes you don't actually want to talk to anyone but you want to feel supported and I have an awesome friend who said this to me like you can always text me like then I know if you're not okay but you don't have to talk to me like that's actually the perfect scenario because sometimes you just can't you don't have it in you and but you don't want to feel alone at the same time it is so important that that people know what's going on and people aren't mind readers. I mean, there's, I, I guess there's, there are two sides of that. One is, you know, like for me at the moment, a couple of friends who know what's going on and have vanished. It's really interesting. And But if I look at this in the bigger context, which is an up-leveling, right, going to a new level, it makes me question like, maybe these people aren't meant to stay in my life, actually. Because if they... I want friends in my life who really have my back, because that's what I do for my friends. You know, I want to know that if I'm really struggling, you're going to be there. You're going to check in with me, and you're going to come and drink up to tea with me and sit in the garden and or whatever, go for drives, whatever it may be that I can trust you, I can rely on you, especially when that is something that I've done for them for years. So yeah, so that's one thing. And yeah, and so just make sure that you are staying connected, you know. But also remember that even, and it's so hard, I know it's so easy to say like this and I I do not mean for it to come across that way because these are, the reason I have these things written down are because they're things that I've been working on myself remember too that even if you can't feel it right now you still deserve amazing friends and amazing people who have your back and treat you with love and respect and they should be the ones that are building you up, that are by your side, you know, your cheerleaders and so if people are revealing themselves to you you know, they say people always show you their true colours, believe them so, yeah, if your friends are, have kind of ditched you, then maybe that's a sign that they're not meant to actually come forward because when you come out of this, when you come through to the other side, you are going to be even more exceptional, even stronger, even more confident, even more bold, more courageous, more with more empathy and, and more compassion and, and all those things. And actually... We, the world, need your skills and your talents and your abilities to the fullest extent. Not, you know, not in the situation where you're being held back or slowed down or feeling inferior because you're allowing people in your life to treat you less than you deserve. And it's one of the biggest, biggest journeys I've been on in terms of self-worth is learning to really put boundaries up in terms of what I will tolerate and what I will allow in my life because I don't want I don't want relationships where I have to tolerate things you know I want yeah I want friends and family and people who respect me and and love me and and treat me like I'm important that's what I want so yeah it's it's definitely something to be mindful of and and sort of ask yourself too like if I if I was feeling like me, you know, if I was feeling strong and confident, would this be okay? And don't settle for anything less, no matter what. You deserve more. You deserve better. So, number nine. If you can't be positive, focus on something less bad. Um, Doesn't that sound so positive when I put it like that? But this is a thing, right? there are moments when getting from where you are to a positive place is not likely. I love journaling, right? I wrote the angriest letter last night to the universe and I got out so much stuff. And sometimes that's useful. That's actually, like, there's there's something so liberating about saying exactly what you mean. Not, you know, like, if you're having a fight with a friend, for example. You're still probably going to sugarcoat things. You're not going to actually say exactly what you mean. But when you're journaling, you can state, like, oh, explicitly, this is how I feel. This is da-da-da-da. The key is, obviously, not to stay there. We don't want to stay in a negative, angry state. However, what I've found with journaling is that that's not typically my experience. Once you get out those feelings, that initial Rage or sadness or negativity, or and it's not always bad. Sometimes I just write pages about how magical life is, you know. But in this particular situation, it's about coming out the other side and shifting through some of the anger, and then getting to a place where things are a bit softer, you know. But if you, yeah, if you are still feeling kind of angry or sad or dark or whatever it may be for you. What can you focus on that's less, you know, that's less emotional or, like, can you watch a movie? Can you read a book? Can you put your mind on something else? Is there some work that you could do? Can you take your mind somewhere else, you know? What could you do to help to shift your perspective? Because even if you're watching a movie and you feel, like, sad, it's better than staring at everything that seems so overwhelming and hard and focused on how terrible it feels. You know, at least that's gonna give you some sort of relief. And and sometimes shifting your environment and your state helps as well. Like I find that showers are very good. I don't know why. (laughs) I've spent hours in there, hours and hours and hours. They just, I don't know if it's the water or it's kind of like cleansing or I don't know what it is, but I always feel better after I have a shower or you know not and not necessarily good but I feel somewhat lifted and lighter so that could be a thing or you know nature's the same movement going for a walk just yeah changing your your scenario and going for drives I love that as well music car drive oh it's awesome it works so yeah rather than trying to will yourself to be positive and sitting there being like oh but I'm grateful for this when actually what you feel is rage or despair or depression or anxiety there's no point you're not going to lie to yourself you know that's not gonna that's not gonna help you and there's nothing wrong with experiencing your emotions and feeling them the key is we just don't want to fixate there for too long but I know for me you know my process a huge part of it has been allowing the stuff to come out and Yeah, and I, you know, I make no apologies for that. I think that there's a lot that has to be healed and and released and, you know, and maybe I haven't actually given myself an opportunity before like this to be so raw and so vulnerable and so open. And, yeah, so it's kind of, it's finding the balance, you know, and then finding ways that, that are productive too. And I find this sort of thing, like, with the podcast is amazingly useful for me because it it brings me back to what I know to be true as opposed to what I feel because feelings are lying to me right now. What I feel isn't the truth, you know? So having that balance between, yeah, between what I think and, and what I know and what I feel is really, really useful. So I'd really encourage anyone, yeah, who's really struggling to consciously choose to just focus your energy your attention elsewhere even if you're not happy about it it's still going to be useful for you watch movies movies are good movies are really good (laughs) and the last point that I had was just around remembering the struggles that the great people before us had and You can google this you know what's so amazing is you know people like Oprah you know she was sexually abused she grew up in poverty she was told you know all these sorts there's all this racism and and sexism and they didn't think she was pretty enough and they didn't think that she was skinny enough and and all this stuff like that you know people like Tony Robbins he grew up in absolute poverty and a really violent upbringing and all these things and it's very easy to look at other people and go, oh, they've got all this success, they don't understand what I'm going through. But often the most successful people have been through the most challenging times and that's actually what has created the, their success. You know, there's an amazing clip of Tony Robbins and Oprah talking about their motivation for doing some of the, you know, humanitarian work and... Tony was talking about this Thanksgiving where they had no food and and someone turned up with a box of food for them and watching this whole thing and, and realising that he was only a little kid but he said that in that moment he realised that a stranger cared about them enough to, to do all this stuff. And that really activated this thing in him about wanting to help feed the world. And he feeds millions of people a year now. And same with Oprah, you know, and with her schools in South Africa and, and all this sort of stuff. And oh, it's so amazing. And, and these are the things that are just so important to remember in these times that feel so like everything is done. Like life is over. Game over, we've failed, you know, all that sort of stuff to come back to the things that we know, not the things that we feel. And so I just really encourage anyone who's struggling, for one, you can always reach out to me. I'm here. This is the whole point of creating this podcast. And, you know, for those of you in New Zealand, we have the Self-Worth Tribe. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Find us on there. That's a bunch of like-minded people. And it's all about this. It's all about being how you are as you are instead of having to pretend that everything's good and show up the way that everyone likes us to show up online is perfect and no nah, we're not doing that we here having a human experience and that's the point you know we weren't meant to just always be happy these are all the emotions and the experiences that take us to new levels and we need support and we need to support each other and we need to help each other and we need to be talking all the time about this stuff. So I really hope that this has been useful for you guys. It's been very useful for me to sit down and write these things out and, and to talk about it out loud. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to be back next week with some more amazing wisdom from my incredible friend slash guest slash you know, people that I find. So I hope wherever you are, you're okay and you're having a great week. And remember that you are loved. No matter how much you don't feel it right now, you are loved, you are supported. The chances of you being born are one in 400 trillion. You are here for a reason. And I would love to connect with you and and to hear what that reason is. So take care of yourselves, friends, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.